I'm Speaker Robin Voss, and this is The Right Angle. With Thanksgiving coming up, it's a good time to reflect on the past year and count our many blessings. For Representative Paul Tittle, Thanksgiving is also a week he'd like the state to recognize National Bible Week. He authored a resolution passed by the Assembly with overwhelming bipartisan support. Today, we talked to Representative Tittle about his resolution and the state of religion in America. Welcome back to The Right Angle, the official podcast of the Wisconsin Assembly Republicans. Every week, we give you an inside look at the policies and politics that are driving conversations in the Capitol and across the state. Today, we take a step back from the hustle and bustle to talk about tradition, how we celebrate our traditions in Wisconsin. We're proud of our diversity, but also our roots. This is Robin Voss, and I am happy to be here with Representative Paul Tittle from Manitowoc. Paul has been in the Assembly since 2013, and he has many accomplishments to his name, but the one that's the most important for us to discuss today is Assembly Resolution 16, which declares National Bible Week. Uh, Tell us a little bit about why you authored the resolution, what happened in the Assembly, and what you're hoping to have happen once we've adopted it. Well, I think basically the, the whole idea of National Bible Week we did a little research, and we found out that the first National Bible Week was uh, authored by uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, hmm. uh, president in 1941. And he, uh, as a Democrat, said the week of Thanksgiving, right before Pearl Harbor happened, by the way, oh, really? that we should uh, people should get back to reading their Bible. And I think it was a, it was a call to arms, I suppose, at the time. Um, I think it's a call to arms right now to to people to get closer to God. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, what's interesting is I bet in 1941 when this happened, it wasn't controversial. Nobody had a problem with it. I bet it would have been nearly unanimous across the country. Was it it unanimous in the assembly? Well, it was close. Close, There was like nine votes that voted no. I still am uh, struggling to comprehend why they voted no, because um, there's many of good... um, passages that have come out of Judaism, Islam, reading the Old and New Testament. Mm-hmm. We didn't want to try to make it exclusive to Christianity. We wanted to just people getting closer to their faith. Sure. So if there was a resolution that came forward to declare the National Quran Week or something like that during a time that was important to them, I imagine you'd support that too, wouldn't you? I, I absolutely would. Yeah. I, I, I think it's important that people get close to God. Mm-hmm. And if their God is Allah, you know, that's Let right. them be. Right, that's exactly That's right. what we have, this freedom in the United States. We have that freedom of religion, and I think that's a great thing. Yep. So I, I wonder when I see the Freedom From Religion Foundation, who seems like they have this obsession with anybody who has a passion for their faith, um, my understanding is your resolution doesn't require anybody to do anything. It just encourages it, right? Right. It was, yeah, there was no, we're not starting a new law or not doing anything. It was basically just uh, an encouragement to the people of the state of Wisconsin to actually embrace their faith. You know, it seems like in today, so I'm a proud Catholic. Uh, I've gone to school. Um, you know, I've talked to folks who are active in the Catholic Church. They're proud of their religion. I think people are proud of every religion, no matter what it is, Judaism, right. Islam. Um, tell me a little bit about the whole discussion that we had about the holiday versus Christmas tree. It seems like that's something that also shouldn't have been all that controversial, because when anybody looks at an evergreen with ornaments on it, they universally call it what? A Christmas tree. Yeah. Why is that controversial, Paul? Well, it's only controversial when somebody just said, you know what, we're not going to call that a Christmas tree anymore. We're going to rename it. And I think uh, our majority leader, Representative Steinecke, had a great argument. He said, we have a menorah that's displayed in the Capitol in the, in, during the um, Hanukkah season. 
And we aren't calling that the candelabra, you know. <laughs> right. and, I, and I thought that was just a tremendous argument to uh, explain. There's a Festivus poll. Festivus is not a real religion, right. but there's a Festivus poll in the right. Capitol. I mean, and actually, the Freedom from Religion Foundation has a display in the Capitol too, right? That says there is no God. Right. And right. and and we we welcome that. We embrace that. We just you know because that's the great the greatest thing that we live in a country where you could practice whatever religion you want. And it goes back to the founding fathers and the starting of this country. Yeah. So during the debate, the Democrats called the resolution insulting, asinine, disrespectful, and I think all but a few Democrats voted no on the Christmas tree resolution. What do you think that says about the state of religion in America today? I think it says a little bit more about the state of politics okay. in, in, in America today. I think the state of politics is so divisive. And um, this, is, this is not something that should have been divisive. It mm-hmm. should have been something well, that brought us together. Has, has this ever come up before? I don't believe so. Has so it. the resolution on the Christmas tree? Oh, yes. In, um, uh, actually, a Democrat back in, I think, 2007 actually brought it back and said, this will be a Christmas tree. And that was, uh, I think, Representative Schneider okay. uh, from up in the Wisconsin Rapids area. And did it also, I assume it passed bipartisan back then, too? I believe it did. And, uh, and he was so proud that he renamed it the Christmas tree instead of the holiday tree. And... Boy, Democrats sure have changed, haven't they? I mean, I I look at that and think, this is just like stating that the sky is blue, right? There shouldn't be a whole lot of controversy. When you see the sky, it is blue. There's no argument about it. When you see a tree with ornaments on it, it's a Christmas tree. There's no argument about it. It is. So I know that um, there have been studies that have been done about the state of religion, and that's one of the things that I thought would be interesting for us to talk about, that, um, you know, we have an awful lot of Americans. Our faith is incredibly important mm-hmm. to us. Uh, we know that our country was founded by people who were fleeing religious persecution. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Pew Research Center says that less people now um, consider themselves religious. It's down 12 points over the past decade. And religious unaffiliated is actually up to 26%. So almost one out of four people since 2009 say that they are not religious. And, and unfortunately, uh, Pew did a study, I think it was four or five years ago, that found that a third of millennials are now unaffiliated with any faith and that Generation Z says it's the least religious generation ever. What do you think that says about where America is, where religion is going, and what has to happen? Well, I think uh, a lot has to do with the family. The family dynamics have changed. The family is not, you know, divorce rates are higher than they've ever been. Um, uh, People are not being raised necessarily in the faith anymore um, because my generation and a little bit younger than me, I'm going to be 58 in a week and happy early birthday oh thank you yeah. <laughs> and uh i think that's the biggest thing is that a lot of them stepped away and they stepped back from the faith and as you get older i notice a lot of older people stepping more towards the faith mm-hmm. because they're realizing the relevance of their life mm-hmm. i mean the relevance of their life and someday There's they will be a meet their purpose, maker right yeah absolutely there's i mean we're not here just because it's politics mm-hmm. there is a purpose for all of our lives and and I think people need to find that out, and I hope and pray that some of these millennials that are not uh, associating with any religion, that someday they will. They'll figure it out. Well, it's amazing, too, because I know you have children, and mm-hmm. when you see the birth of a child, 
I don't know how you can't realize that that is a gift from God and it's something that's special. It doesn't just come from nature, right? No. It comes from somebody who's greater and better and awesome. Study the inner workings of the body mm-hmm. and understand how we how we grow and how we uh, our skin's re- skin reproduces, a liver will be cut away and w- will actually re- amend itself. Uh, you cannot look at anything and realize that there isn't some greater being that out there that has created everything. Well, it's interesting because I know Gallup not too long ago did a poll that showed that 77% of Americans agree with us that religion is losing its influence on American life. But the amazing thing is in that same poll, 75% of Americans said that a society would be better off if more of us were religious. So I think most of us realize that we're heading in the wrong path, yeah. but it's not the right path to go on. And, uh, and I agree. And I, I think we, we had a great guy that somebody honored as a hometown hero the other day in the, in the assembly. And that man goes into the inner city and, and teaches people oh, yeah. about Jesus Christ. Yep. And, and he gives them the answer that they're looking for. Because the answer to life is, is in your faith. It is not in uh, what you can accomplish in your life, but it is in what is accomplished in you in your life. Well, and I think that if you look at the problems that plague society nowadays with poverty, welfare dependence, violence, you know, you assume, and I think, that religion and religious associations are some of the people who can heal those wounds. Oh, absolutely. Uh, There was actually a study done that found that religion acts as a social bond that inhibits criminal behavior. So the more religious people are, the less likely they are to commit crime. So I don't see the negativity that so many people associate with those people of faith um, that some people fear. Uh, look at the Angola prison uh, situation down in uh, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have gangs down there, but they're Christian gangs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what a great problem to have within a prison is that you have too many Christian gangs because there's so many Bible studies going on. There's so many people coming around to their faith in in, in Christ, and they're actually, um, it's better for everyone. I mean, there's less uh, less recidivism, there's less uh, injuries, there's less hurting of guards, everything, uh, less fights, everything. So I think if we can share that and people understand that, I think they will understand where we need to go in America. Well, I want to thank you for your work to make sure that people don't forget that the Bible is important. And once again, we encourage people to read it. And if you want to read the Koran next, I think that would be a great thing, too, because learning about the world's greatest religions, learning about the huge positive impact they have had on society should be something that every American can agree on, no matter what their faith. Absolutely. And I've read read the Koran. I've read uh, the Book of Mormon. I've read uh, a lot of different... uh, books, and I always come back to the Bible because it is one true and inspired source and Word of God. Sure, no doubt about it. Well, final question, because we are heading into the time when I think many of us um, really put religion at the front of our lives, and that's during the Thanksgiving and the Christmas holiday. Yeah. Uh, tell us about what your Thanksgiving plans are. Do you get together with family, and then um, what is your favorite Thanksgiving food? You can only pick one, so you got to pick one off the Thanksgiving table and say, this is my go-to, the first thing that I would grab the bowl for. Well, it's dessert. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, uh, first of all, I'm thankful that we're actually going to have uh, Thanksgiving at my daughter's. My okay. daughter is going to host it is in she Wausau. Close? In Wausau, okay. And uh, so it's about a two-hour drive for us, and, yeah. and we're going to go over there. We're going to help her prepare the meal, and the, all of the family's coming over, my brothers-in-law, my, my in-laws. Isn't that the fun of it, having all the extended family get it together is. and just and spend no, time together? And there's no worry about, did I buy the right gift or right. whatever? It's it's about family, and it's right. about being thankful and, and food. Yeah. And my go-to food, <clears throat> my mother-in-law's apple pie. Okay. She makes the best apple pie you've ever had in your life. I guarantee you. Wow. 
Never had. And I'm I'm an apple. I eat three apples a day. I'm an apple aficionado. <laughs> and I tell you, she makes the best apple pie you've ever had in your life. Does she ever make it for anybody else, perhaps, that hosts a podcast? I've gotten one. Uh, well, I've gotten one for my birthday already. So. <laughs> well, maybe you could put in a kind word for those of us who listen to The Right Angle right here in the Wisconsin Assembly Republican Caucus. I, I, I could, um, but I would probably... Probably you would save probably it have for some myself. segments of it yeah. for yourself as you were driving there down Madison. There might not Madison. be much that makes it to Madison, I'll be honest <laughs> well, with Well, everything about Thanksgiving uh, reminds me of why it's so important for us to love our family, spend time together, not focus on why we're together, but just enjoy the time that we are. So Absolutely. I hope that you and your family, all your extended relatives, have a wonderful time on Thanksgiving, and, uh, and I will too well. with people I love. Thank you very much, Paul. We appreciate uh, Representative Paul Tittle from Manitowoc joining us today on The Right Angle, talking about what's going on here in the Wisconsin State Assembly, and on behalf of both of us. We hope you have a fantastic holiday. Spend time with your family. Love them as much as you can and enjoy the time together. Thanks for joining The Right Angle. And that's The Right Angle on National Bible Week. If you liked this episode, please subscribe. Just search for The Right Angle on iTunes and Google Play, Radio Public, Breaker, Overcast, and Pocket Casts. Have an idea for a guest or a topic? Tweet us at Wisconsin Assembly GOP. That's W-I Assembly GOP. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Good. Oh, good. Good job. Good deal. Thank you very much. First time on a podcast. Hey, there you go. And if you want to bring any apple pie, I'm always <sighs> open.